0: Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night.
1: <laughs> Welcome back. I'm Rebecca, and I'm joined by Bonnie, Leah, and Katie talking about our one cool environmental gal. Leah already talked about Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, and Bonnie just talked about Inga Lehman. But before we dive back in, let's get to know something random about our gal pals. And I have decided to ask everybody, what is at least one way that you have reconnected with nature since the pandemic of march 2020 <laughs> dun
0: dun dun otherwise known as the time the world got weird right
1: <laughs> the COVID times pandemic times <laughs> whatever we're gonna yeah. call that hopefully by the time this comes out we're gonna be almost done but who knows? right we'll...
0: who knows it's a new normal. we're it's all... working on it <laughs> it's all who knows exactly <laughs> Uh, I know Bonnie built a shed. Yeah, I did.
2: <laughs> well, we had just moved into our house um, like September of 2019. Oh, okay. So it was like already on my, my docket to do like gardening. Mm-hmm. But since I had all that time off, I was, what was it? Furloughed? Furloughed. Or whatever. Yeah. Um, I had a whole bunch of time <laughs> yeah. to do even more of the gardening stuff. Because yes. we had to like move garden beds because we were going to put in this shed greenhouse mm-hmm. and since the yard's not like level we had to build a little deck for it mm. to go onto because it's like it's like a foot and a half on one side gotcha. like it's it's way dippy uh. Um. so yeah like the shed greenhouse and move garden beds added mm-hmm. more garden beds mm. mm-hmm. um, last year it was like very much like we gotta grow our own food. <laughs> like, yeah, last it, a was. Time. Oh, yeah. Food it was. We can't find food. It was pretty much like, yeah, like grocery I to, you know, are sold out. So yeah, what are we're take do? take pressure off of the mm-hmm. stores and grow local and grow your own stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know it's all organic and all that stuff. And then this next year, I was like, okay, I'm gonna try to um, grow like some flowers, get more like pollinators mm-hmm, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I got some milkweed for the butterflies and stuff. Oh. But I think it's not good for the dogs, so it's got to go to the front yard. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I started getting like saving seeds. Hmm. Been going, going all out. Like, like I feel like it's all stuff I would have done anyway, but it's been like more extreme right. because of the pandemic. And sped up too. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. the canning. Since I was growing all that stuff, we were canning, making mm. like pickles
0: and spaghetti sauce and stuff. Yeah. I think it just sounded like it reinforced what you wanted to do anyway and gave you time to do it. Yeah. Which is very nice. That's a, that's a gift right there. Yeah. <laughs> Why do I feel like, Katie, what did you do? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I feel like oh. it's a totally juxtaposition, but it probably isn't? What? Because no. <laughs> you love being inside.
3: Uh, no, I love being outside, okay. too. Gotcha. I just do. not people. I do. I just don't like Okay, here. all right. That's fair. That's, um, fine. that's why we have like an awesome covered front porch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't sit on it. That's uh, not enough protection <laughs> yeah. We sit in the backyard. Like, I love to sit out in the backyard <laughs> while the dogs are out and playing because um, mm-hmm. I have a privacy fence. Yes. yes. Yeah, I go out there in my PJs looking disgusting. Mm-hmm. I'll even wear shorts in my backyard. <gasps> what? Oh, yeah. the blasphemy. So, no, Scandalous. I actually do spend, <laughs> spend a good amount of time outside, but I like being in my home compound. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. Um, but I did do something kind of unexpected for me um, last summer. Yeah. And that was work on riding my bike again. I guess I I shouldn't say work on. The only work was putting air back in the tires (laughs) and then convincing myself I wouldn't die if I got on it. There you go. um, But yeah, and so I'm (laughs) excited for better weather because Mm -hmm. um, Mm – My son's nine, and he still doesn't know how to ride without training wheels. Oh, mm-hmm. gotcha. So, My kids
0: don't know how to ride a bike either. They're like, we will never need to know this. And I'm you like, know, you will. Yeah. You will. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Someday you'll appreciate it.
3: <laughs> uh-huh. I think he'd enjoy it a lot, but he's so scared of getting hurt. So yes. it's going to be just mm-hmm. like, I think, a mental battle to yeah. convince right. him he can do it. So yeah. that's that's the only different thing, kind of the same level of environmental connection. right? And I don't know. I feel like maybe a heightened appreciation. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, you right. know, you feel like you have to stay in your house. Yeah. Then, like, yep, absolutely. A, yeah. You can go out and take a deep breath or, or like even being able to connect to friends. It felt mm-hmm. safer to hang outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. we had friends come over that just came over to like hang in the backyard and right. have a drink and hang out. So, yeah.
0: Almost outside almost became more of a safe place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Totally. <laughs> that yeah. community out for... For me, it's a little bit weirder. It's like I still like being inside. Yeah. I still have the ten-minute burn window. <laughs> so yeah. you're not really going to catch me too much with the gardening stuff. I mean, I'm totally cheering on the husband. Good job bringing those tomatoes in. <laughs> yeah. Those flowers look great, and those I'm allergic to. So please keep them outside. <laughs> um, lilies. I'm allergic to lilies. So, uh, but for me, I really, I think what I really in, I can't. I don't want to say enjoyed, but found interesting. Mm-hmm was when we were all inside of our houses how quickly the skies cleared up Mm in like because I used to live in Los Angeles and like the skies are Mm -hmm. like orange Mm -hmm. and gross and Mm -hmm. people were posting pictures of how you could actually see across Mm -hmm. town and I was like holy Mm -hmm. crap so it was like giving mother nature like a break Mm -hmm. from us all being you know commuting and working and stuff like that I just loved that pause and that kind of like, you know, like giving Mother Earth like kind of like a breath sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So I know I really didn't do it with nature, but I connected in that way of, oh, thank goodness, we're taking a break for a minute. And isn't this nice how, like, it's already trying to, like, heal itself.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's so cool. So, yeah, I enjoyed that.
1: <laughs> what about you, Rebecca? Yeah, so mine's similar to Katie, I guess. We had, um there's a trail by my house that has it's been extended, and they finished it, like, last fall. nice And so yeah. we could see the progress as it went from, like, cleared gravelly land mm-hmm. to... Kind of paved to (laughs) paved to racing stripe down the middle. Ooh. Um, Yes, it's it's, a game on. uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Pensy Trail? Yeah, Pensy Trail. They they finally connected to the Greenfield or to the Irvington? So Irvington to New Pal. Well, Irvington to Cumberland, I guess. So Irvington Uh to German Church. Nice. From Ritter to German Church is all done. Ah. And there's, like, two bridges that they've been working on. So, at one point, you had to carry your bike across the bridge because mm-hmm. at one point you're like, "Is this bridge even safe for <laughs> is me it to walk?" Structurally run? sound, yeah. So and it what? was it was a rail trail at one point, mm-hmm. so it's probably it's probably been okay. Yeah, yeah. But it, it was had not, a train on it. Yeah, but <laughs> that was probably like uh, t- decades ago. Right. So the last train would have gone over it, so who knows? But we would see. But like it, the nice thing is, you can see nature, and you're more connected mm-hmm. to yes. that. And then when it got. Um, crappy outside in the winter I started going on walks and so Mm -hmm. I'll walk like a couple miles when I do go it's not every day but if I can go I help I feel like my mental health is better I was making more effort like on like the solstice last winter I remember like on that day Mm -hmm. even though it was like I don't know how, what the temperature was. Like, I'd have to look <laughs> it up. But it was, you know, cold. Yeah, yeah. And so I just got used to, like, okay, I'm going to have to just put on extra layers and my heavy to Get coat. used to the cold. Yeah. Yeah. And the kind of funny thing and all that, in a way, is I felt that I'd been, like, weirdly, like, preparing
0: for that yeah, the time go. because yeah. I
1: had, like, stretch pants from when i used to play roller derby and mm-hmm. like knee socks and i'd have like all these just things that made you had sense. everything you needed yeah i mean, yeah. already i already had all that stuff as far as layers and so it was just like okay i'm gonna wear this layer and then i didn't mind wearing a face covering because it was windy and cold anyway it keeps mm-hmm. you warm yeah. yeah exactly but i would definitely mm-hmm. like avoid people if they're mm-hmm. coming exactly. toward <laughs> me or too close or their dog looked kind of rogue or whatever <laughs> um or there was a rogue dog, rogue dog every once in a while but At first, I was like taking pictures more because I was just like walking around. But then after a while, I was like, "No, I'm just gonna be present. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna just enjoy." (laughs) But I say that I still like listen to headphones, like podcasts or music or something. Give yourself
0: an ambiance. Yeah, because I still like
1: (laughs) don't want to have to deal with people. But um, right. But yeah, but that's like kind of become my my thing, and it's like kind of a nice like. Normally in the winter, I would probably be going out and doing stuff out and about indoors and in places and not um, having the maybe the time or making the effort and so it was just right. kind of been a matter of making that priority. But it's you, not any, yeah. Yeah, and it's a mental health thing more than a yes. physical health thing for me. So exactly. I'm not like doing it for any, you know exercise goal or anything it's just like if i don't do it it's that's like how do i get to
0: normal (laughs) Right. that's the new
1: normal (laughs) that's the new normal as if i don't walk for like three days
0: i get a little bit crazy and i have to like
1: yeah it's like like saying like we get we felt like stuck in our houses so i could like walk around but then there's like a meme at some point i found where it was like i'm fine i'm just gonna take a sad walk around the neighborhood again nope. <laughs> and i'm like yeah that gets me, it gets me. No but idea. it's okay like, i hear
0: you meme i hear you right like i'm not mad about it but the
2: pandemic you could totally <laughs> tell like who the introverts and extroverts were yeah because i'm just up in my house yes. like like, this <laughs> is great. <Yep.
0: laughs> right. Meetings canceled. Yes. <laughs> but, Rebecca, who is your one cool environmental
1: gal? So, I have Secretary of the Interior Deb Haaland. Sweet. And she's nice. brand new to
0: this job, too, she isn't she? She's
1: brand new. She just very excited. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd have to look it up. But it, probably about a month before this comes out, I would say, roughly... Um, but yeah, so she is the first, uh, Native American person to have this job and is the highest ranked Native American person in this, in our federal government right now because of that, um, which it's, it's like, okay, that's, that's good. But it's also like, why did it take, it's 2021, why are we just now here? absolutely Mm -hmm. and it's also the um the department that oversees the bureau of indian affairs nice so if you just take a minute and kind of absorb right what that means for the the first first time for the (laughs) first time to have the person in charge who is like gonna be directly affected and they're why hasn't this happened it should have almost
2: been a requirement before like
1: or at least to have somebody in that kind of uh Advisor, advisor, mm-hmm. manager, yeah, manager, board member, yeah, board something, member mm-hmm. something, but we're. So we're slowly making progress. Slow. Yay, progress. <laughs> um, but she is um, 60 years old mm-hmm. and she was earlier the um, she was elected to represent New Mexico in Congress in 2018. Cool. So she's even a, she's not new to the political scene, but she's new to like this level of mm. political right yeah, work. And so so I'm gonna talk about her, um, including her background. And then I'm going to talk about some of the work she did while in Congress, even though it was only two years. She mm-hmm. sponsored several bills. She co-sponsored a lot of bills. Um, I'm going to try to focus more on her environmental bills, but there's some other things in there that I'll bring up.
0: Gotcha.
1: And then originally I was going to talk about the 30 by 2030 plan, but for the interest of time,
0: gotcha. <laughs> I'm not going to
1: try to stumble <laughs> that through is that.
0: That is totally fine. But yes, it's still exactly. important. It's, I probably, I'm
1: probably going to end on that because it's one of the bills that she introduced in her um, when she first came in. And now that she's been sworn in officially, she's no um, she's no longer the congressperson and it's like a vacant spot right. as yeah. far mm-hmm. as I like, know. Cause it's it's so new. I don't know how quickly it'll take for them to fill that. Mm-hmm. Um so she is uh, I'm gonna be reading a lot from her biography on the Department of the Interior's website. So gotcha. mm-hmm. I'll I've made a couple changes and I'll make some kind of comments as I go through. Yeah, it. So no so okay, so Secretary Holland is a member of the Pueblo of Laguna and a thirty-fifth generation New Mexican, Ooh. which I don't know how many people can say thirty-fifth
0: th- generation. Eww. Yeah, wow. Of any state in the United States. Of anything. Right. Of anywhere. Wow.
1: Um, so she grew up in a military family. Her father was a thirty-year combat marine who was awarded a Silver Star medal for saving six lives in Vietnam. And I looked wow. her. Up, I looked him up, and he's. Norwegian, Minnesotan. Oh,
0: Minnesota again. So now we're kind
1: of connecting Look a little at bit. that.
0: To and this. Norwegian. We're gonna call it yeah. close-ish to the Denmarkish.
1: ish mm-hmm. <laughs> potentially. Um,
0: Scandinavian-ish.
1: Yeah, something like that. Um, and her mother was a, or is a Navy veteran who served as a federal employee for twenty-five years. Including time at the Bureau of Indian Affairs. Oh, look at that! Which is also kind of interesting. Yeah, nice. Um, as a military child, she attended thirteen public schools Whoa. before graduating from Highland High School in Albuquerque. Ah. And Albuquerque is part of her um, district she had when she okay. was in con- with the congresswoman for New Mexico well, gotcha. for that for that uh, role. And so. As we were talking about earlier, she's clearly not um, like her peers in Congress. And this is me going off the script a little bit, but she um, but this is something she also openly discusses, such as on mm-hmm. podcast interviews and in other places, um, talking about how why representation matters. Yeah. and think and she's come right out and said she thinks there should be more folks like her with who in government who have working class backgrounds mm-hmm. to understand mm-hmm. what it's like, to actually.
0: Earn money for a living? Yeah, right, exactly. (laughs) Try to make it paycheck to paycheck? Yeah, Yeah. go through,
1: like, real-world situations. Not
0: being able to find toilet paper during a pandemic? Mm -hmm. Right, right, exactly. (laughs) Little things like that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And so she, when she was a single mother, she volunteered her child's preschool, and this is on the the Department of Interior's website, she volunteered her child's preschool in order to afford early childhood education. Hmm. And so that is also one of her issues that she's um, addressed. And like many parents, like you just said, she had to rely on food stamps at times as a single parent, lived paycheck to paycheck, and struggled to put herself through college. Yeah, right?
0: That's a lot of people in this country. And <laughs> she
1: worked in a bakery for <laughs> a time. She worked in a
0: bakery! <laughs>
1: right, like after she graduated high school, she worked in a local bakery. And in, in 1988, at age 28, she enrolled at the University of New Mexico, where she ultimately earned her Bachelor of Arts in English. And then a few days after graduating, she gave birth to her uh, daughter.
0: Ah, look at that! So that's called efficiency. Give me that diploma and here (laughs) I go. Right.
1: (laughs) And then she um, ended up getting her law degree from UNM as well. Gotcha. So then she and her child, and her child has also graduated from University of New Mexico, oh. um, are still paying off their student loans. But of <laughs> course. And again, that is also, that part is on the bio on the Department of the Interior's website. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting. So I'm guessing she had some say in what was included in right, that. Right, exactly. Um, and it, it also included that she ran her own small business producing and canning Pueblo salsa. Canning? Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we've got some <laughs> canned salsa. <laughs> In here. Uh, she served as a tribal administrator at San Felipe Pueblo ah. and became the first woman elected to the Laguna Development Corporation Board of Directors, overseeing business operations of the second largest tribal gaming enterprise in New Mexico. Oh, interesting. Uh, then she successfully advocated for the Laguna Development Corporation to create policies and commitments to environmentally friendly business practices. And I was hoping to find a little bit more about her environmental work that she had done. Right, so that might yeah. be kind of like, I mean, I'll talk about her bills in a minute here. Gotcha. Um, but also I wanted to pause here for a minute because there are several um, BIPOC women who've been very active in instrumental environmental policies, environmental justice mm-hmm. issues. And even if they don't always get the credit they deserve, a lot of times they're not even trying to get credit for what they're doing. Right, it's they're because they're
0: trying to do the work. Right, it's like yeah, it's mm-hmm. their
1: neighborhood or it's their community, and they're trying to just make things better for them, for themselves and their families. Yeah. And, um, and I also believe that the Gals Guide Library has a few books about. Well, I know we have books about women environmentalists. Yes, um, but I'm pretty and sure And Native
0: American gals as well. Yeah, and Native yes. American gals, especially and, like William a man killer, We have her bio. Sorry, I'm and so like proud of women in
1: Congress and that yes. sort of thing. Um, and then I'm pretty sure I donated, I'm I'm not quite sure I did, but I think I did. Gotcha. <laughs> a book that is um specifically about different case studies of environmental justice. Yes,
0: absolutely. And yep. a
1: lot of them are I don't know if they're all women in that book, but I know several of them. A lot of them are. A lot of them are. Yeah. And it's like various um areas of the country. So originally mm-hmm. that was going to be my focus for this podcast was to talk about different um women who've been doing
0: environmental, environmental law. Environmental,
1: yeah. Yeah, environmental justice work yeah um but she's clearly environmentally minded right and i know we try not to be like super political on here but she's also been called out for being like one of the most progressive of biden's uh, nominees gotcha um for better or worse yeah and actually when i was trying to find podcast interviews with her i um, doing my research for this a couple of the first ones that popped up were like more conservative leaning podcasts. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. Talking yeah. about whoa, she's trying to stop Keystone XL pipeline and that sort of thing.
0: <laughs> right. So again, not
1: going too deep into right political territory there, but yeah, no worries. But gives you kind of a sense of like her
0: her political leaning. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah exactly, but yeah. it's
1: probably no surprise. But just but also comparing her to other people he's been nominating, she's one of the she's one of the more uh, progressive of the bunch. Right. Um. And so. Okay, so throughout her career in public service, she's broken barriers and opened the doors of opportunity for future generations. Yeah. Um, after running for New Mexico lieutenant governor in 2014, Secretary Holland became the first Native American woman to be elected to lead a state party. Uh, she's one of the first Native American women to serve in Congress. She, like I said, she was elected in 2018. And in Congress, she focused on environmental justice, climate change, missing and murdered indigenous women, and family-friendly favor- family policies. Nice. So... I looked her up on just congress.gov. And again, she only served those two years. Right. So 2018 yeah. to 2020. She did run in 2020 and was elected again.
0: Yes. Um, but then she got the cabinet position. But then she got the cabinet position. Yeah.
1: So, and that, and again, that had been discussed, I think, I don't know if it was during the election time.
0: Like Sometimes it is. Sometimes hmm, it's like right after like that was, December, january I think it was kind
1: of maybe known that she was going to be one of the, on no. the short list? If yeah, you know. on the <laughs> short list. Sure. Um, or at least people were guessing, because, and again, because of her background and because yeah, it would mm-hmm. make sense to, to do that. So I found um, she'd sponsored eight bills, and I'll just kind of go through those. I'll just name them off because it's kind of, most of them are pretty clear. If I don't, if it's not clear, I'll say what it is. Um, so she did a CDC Tribal Public Health Security and Preparedness Act gotcha. that she sponsored um she sponsored climate Steward- stewardship act of 2019 uh, so there we go yeah. the climate yes. change uh the soar act s-o-a-r uh, this bill sets forth and revises provisions regarding special recreation permits for use by individuals and groups to engage in recreational activities on federal recreational lands and waters Gosh, mm. yes yes um universal child care and early learning act so that's there we go mm-hmm. with the family yep. um, family friendly policies Native American Business Incubators Program Act, which makes sense because she ran a small business for a time. Very
0: cool, though. Yes,
1: the supporting the Farmers Bill of Rights Act. Cool. Recognizing the duty of federal government to implement an agenda to transform, heal. Renewed by Investing in a Vibrant Economy, mm-hmm. Thrive Act, expressing the sense of the House of Representatives that the federal government should establish a national goal of conserving at least 30% of the land and ocean of the United States by 2030.
0: Land conservation. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So that's yeah, a 30 yeah, yeah. by 30. and that's Oh, that's the 30 by 30. That's 30 oh. by 30. Gotcha.
1: And it involves several, um, involves several other countries. The idea is, is to have 30% of land and water yeah marked as cons- conservation lands right or yeah, waters. Yeah. and then there's some discussion about like okay well what counts for that right. like it should be What's like the criteria yeah of so it yeah. should be um biologically diverse right um mm-hmm. the resolution's pretty long so i won't read the whole thing um, but i will read so the nature conservancy did a write-up about it again it's having um representation it says and it's you know so it should be different types of habitats right. and flora and fauna right and, and like the quality yeah. and the, yeah that sort of thing so it shouldn't just be like okay we'll preserve this land or conserve this land that's like trash land, right? that, has Not no that any land is, is trash, right? There's some land that's better than other. Like we were just talking right. about the Everglades. Yes, exactly. Which wetlands are going to be
0: lots of animal species. Yeah, so that's yeah.
1: going to be huge. But then you're going to have some prop, some land that has just no animals because it can't survive right. there. Yeah, or it's maybe you know other mm-hmm. issues with that land or water. Um, mm-hmm. then they said that there should be um, resilience should be considered that we should be restoring land. So like I said there's trash oh, land, but maybe yeah. looking into seeing what recovery, we can Yeah, yeah. recovery or mm-hmm. or or maybe we're we're not using it for its original its earlier intended purposes and so now yep. we're going to like figure out a way to maybe put some plants in there or do something with it to make Right, it, bring it back. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. revitalize it. Then there are different ways of governance that could be applied. Um and this whole thing is based on science. It's not just random arbitrary numbers. Right, right. Like, this is based on, like, where we're at now.
0: And people have been fighting for a long time. I mean, John Muir was one of them. Right, That would always fight for conservatives. Yep, exactly. Conservation, that's where it is. So they've
1: got a few other ideas here. But one of the things that was interesting about it, too, is that's not that far away. I know, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's only, like, nine years away. I Mm -hmm. know. We've got Uh, some work to do. Yeah. (laughs) And And three quarters. (laughs) Great. And so it's, like, so it's part of the, um... It's also part of like Biden's I don't I can't remember if it's like a climate change initiative, but one of his environmental initiatives that right. he's announced. Yeah. That I think within the first hundred days he's hoping that there's gonna be more of a plan in place and that's right. gonna fall
0: under his Green New Deal or something like that. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. gonna
1: fall under Holland's um purview yeah. of what she's gonna have to be working on. So gotcha. maybe by the time this comes out we'll have
0: maybe a little bit more solid idea or at least a plan for the next step right, or something like that. Right. Right, right. So it's still it could be of... really exciting moving forward though.
1: Yeah, so I'm so it's one of those things it's like hopefully and, and she's expected to get some things done based on her um background and she's already like been working with other um other folks on this and so yeah. she should be in a good position to do that. And so then she's also co-sponsored several um Bills. so there was an Ocean-Based Climate Solutions Act of 2020. Cool. Um she co-sponsored Energy Resilient Communities Act.
0: Nice.
1: She co-sponsored Protect America's Children from Toxic Pesticides mm-hmm. Act.
0: I mean, you got to approve that. Right. <laughs> who's
1: going to Who's going to vote against that? I yep. really
0: want my kids to make sure they have all the pesticides. <laughs> yeah. I want
1: them to all like have terrible issues with, with Right. That. Um Great American Outdoors Act. That's another one that um it establishes National Parks and Public Land Legacy Restoration Fund to support deferred maintenance projects on federal lands. Clean Water for All Act, Farm System Reform Act, Emergency Water is a Human Right Act, Environmental Justice for All Act. So these are just ones where she co-sponsor, but it's right. still it gives a it gives like a pretty good sense of. It gives of, you an idea
0: of her focus yeah, and where she's her values, putting her attention. Her yeah.
1: ideals, right. Yeah. Um, and at what her, she can get done. Right. And so uh Migratory Bird Protection Act of twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. So I didn't print out which one of the ones of these like actually got very far but at least they were introduced well and they also could
0: be reintroduced yeah exactly right so yeah
1: or somehow fudged with to make it make sense to work with our current um politicians but yeah so i think that's all i have i mean i i definitely encourage anyone who wants to hear her like she does talk a lot on different podcasts like she'll do interviews um like i said i found several uh, conservative leaning ones that would focus on right what she's why they don't like her or whatever, but they, but she actually does speak for herself a lot and she does focus on her, her background. And again, representation matters. Yeah. And like one I listened to today talked about, um, they asked her, they're like, well, how do you make friends in Congress? And she's like, well, <laughs> right. there's the different caucuses and they invited us to right. join them. And so that helped us get involved with, um, with other folks and get, you know, get yeah. us a sense of what they're doing. So um yeah so she's a very interesting person. Oh and then she also um wore like traditional garb for her swearing in. Yes. I saw that. Which was like a pretty big deal very too. Very cool. So yes. that's
2: a uh, ribbon dress? Yeah, I ribbon think? dress. Yeah. Yeah, really yeah. cool. Yeah,
1: so she's definitely like in tune with her background and it, yeah, so it's like her her dad was the um minnesotan and her mom was native american gotcha so that's that's that connection there but um yeah but she and she also said in one of the podcasts that like when she was talking about how there should be more real people in congress that she um at one point was denied snap benefits right and how devastating that was and then trying to figure out how to navigate the system and and clearly she's like a fairly sophisticated person because she's got undergrad degree and a law degree Mm -hmm. and her law degree i think was also in like indian affairs or something like that gotcha um but if, if, so if she can't get through right, the, the system, system is broke. Yeah. like how are you <laughs> going to expect anybody that's not quite her level of intelligence or right. quite her level of sophistication to, um, to make it work without all kinds of resources or help or whatever that isn't always going right. to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought that was just real. So, so yeah. So Started I down to earth and it was yeah, very, yeah. So I appreciated, yeah, I definitely appreciate just like. Like I said, like I would definitely recommend like just searching for her on like whatever your podcast platform mm-hmm. that you use.
0: Listen to her. Yeah, yes. just listen mm-hmm. to her talk because mm-hmm.
1: she, um, she says like some really – and not just – I mean, environmental is obviously our focus today, but yeah. I think her um, – in general, she talks about some really interesting things that matter to her that aren't going to necessarily matter to everybody in Congress. Exactly, yeah, they matter to her. They probably matter to a lot of our mm-hmm. listeners right. for various yeah, reasons, exactly. especially as a woman, especially as a somebody who got through being a single mom for a time.
0: Exactly. Um, yeah.
1: So yeah. So that's my um, Deb, Secretary Deb Holland. Um So that, oh, any questions? Any or, questions? Any comments? Mm, I thoughts? I have
2: a meme I saw at the end of the day. Oh, what was uh-huh. your meme? It's kind of really, uh, this, this uh, woman is at the grocery store and she's not speaking English and the dude behind her is getting all annoyed uh-huh. and then he talks to her and he's like, you know, like, here in America, you speak English. If you want to speak Spanish, go back to Mexico. And she's like, I was speaking Navajo. If right. you want to speak English, you go back to England. Nice. I, was like, nice.
1: I saw that, too. As soon as you started it's telling like, the, oh. the grocery store lady on the phone, I was like, oh, that's right. I did see that. Um, Brilliant. And she also, and something that, I mean, maybe we could somehow incorporate this, but something she does, too, is in her... Um, acceptance um, speech that she did. Mm-hmm. She did start with, um, "This is my background. Thanks to my parents for helping raise me." Blah blah. Yes. And then she also yeah. went into, "And we're now standing on the land of this tribe." Yes, oh, and exactly. that's something I've
0: noticed. Some like um, Tiki Watiti did that at the Oscars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it pissed off some people, but I really appreciated right. it. And I did. A, <laughs> I was involved in. I
1: can't remember if it was like a film festival. Film festivals have something, been doing it lately. Maybe it was a film. Like it was like a lands. film festival um conference or something. Or yeah. some sort of conference. Maybe it was a, maybe some other thing. But whatever festival or whatever the conference it was, they started it with, okay, if you text, it would be really helpful if I had that number. I know,
0: right. I can put it in the show notes yeah, if we can, can find it later. Because yeah. if you
1: text your number you or if can you text find your like, indigenous region. Yeah, I think you'd either text your city oh, nice. or your zip code or something. Yeah. And then it texts back to you who you're where you are, nice. like whose mm-hmm. land you're on.
0: And I know Sundance did it okay um Sundance when they were showing the not only did Sundance maybe that's where say, they got
1: it from was maybe because probably. Sundance had done it maybe they yeah. did it like shortly after and because we were all virtual it was easy enough for everybody right. to just say like oh,
0: oh well no because not only that but Sundance would say our tribal lands of you know the Sundance oh. headquarters is such and such and then yeah. when they were doing a virtual screening they would say and the film was filmed on this mm. land mm. and it would also research who the tribal lands were for the film they were showing
1: and it might have mm-hmm. actually been I'm just thinking I did so many virtual conferences it's ridiculous <laughs> right mm-hmm. um I also... It might have also been this one I attended that was, like, the Brooklyn, like, something books festival. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Like, old... It's not called vintage books, but rare, rare and unique books or something Could like that. Could be. Right. Okay. Gotcha. So, that might have been one where, like, at the beginning, they're like, okay, everybody get out your phone and text this number. Yeah, and find out your, And find out who yep. your, who was there before you. I think it's you. very cool. So um So, yeah. So, she'll do that, and I think... We all should be doing that. Yeah. I, <laughs> Again, it, it's 2021. Why weren't yeah. we doing that before?
0: Exactly. But
1: if, if I it remember, means we're doing it now, fine, let's just do it.
0: If I remember right, um, I looked it up before for Gals guy. What's the zip code here? We should be 46060. We should oh, be on it. the Miami Indians, um, ancestral lands. That if sounds, I remember right. That sounds right. I
1: think Indy, yeah. I think central Indiana there is.
0: Was, yeah. And there was a little bit of a crossover. So that's why I'm trying to remember. Oh. I know it was Miami at one point. There could have been a few more that were, um, right. that were in this area. Um, uh, but even like, cause my, my daughters were doing a school project. So I was just like, Oh, let's look this up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah <So> like, <laughs> I think it's
1: like, and then I even, I think it helps too, because then we get to like.
0: Connect to the land that we were. In. Yeah. yeah, but then we get to and like Thanksgiving.
1: Homage. We're going to think a little bit more about what does mm-hmm. this really mean, and yes. should I be posting this? Also, time? in
0: November, we are going to do Native American month.
1: Right, and that's like so, yeah, as it mm-hmm. should
0: be. Yes, right, exactly, right. <laughs> it is National Native American Month in November, yeah. which yeah. makes sense because Thanksgiving and all that. But at the same time, it's like oh, we're going to celebrate. Yeah. Does it say what four six oh six is? Uh, What's it?
2: the kick up? You're going to have to forgive my pronunciation. Okay. Yes? Kickapoy? Oh, and it has a parenthesis. Kickapoo okay and mm, looks like it says Miamia it's oh it looks like it's Miami but
0: it's not Miami
2: no it looks like my Ma- mama me like mama oh. Ma- it's Maya yeah it looks like Miamia Miamia okay gotcha it's and uh mm-hmm. and m y a a MIA.
0: That's a perfect note to end it on Be yeah. able to look
2: so,
1: up their zip code. I'll put yeah, that link so in the Yeah, so look up notes. your zip code, find out mm-hmm. whose land you're on, um, no matter where you are. Yeah. And that wraps it up for us this week. Join us next week as our next gal pal shares her one cool environmental gal as the Gal's Guide podcast continues. Thanks for listening.